Hello and welcome to Keys Don't Copy Gats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your host, Zach, and he, of course, is your guest host. Hi, I'm uh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, the greatest Oscar host ever to host the Emmys. What? No, I thought that was the uh, James DeFranco, Ani DeFranco's brother. Yeah. Jim. Okay. Jim. Jimmy. Jim Caviezel himself. It's J-I-M-I. Jimmy <laughs> DeFranco. Yeah, yeah. Well, um... I'm, I, I have to admit already, I should probably apologize for lying. I'm not Billy Crystal. I was just Fuck looking you. at a picture. I was just looking at a picture <laughs> of Mike Wazowski himself, Billy Crystal, because I'm looking at this audiobook. I just think it's crazy that, like, Billy Crystal is so famous for that one movie, and he's never done anything else. Yeah. All he was in is Monsters, Inc. Yeah, not even the sequel. He didn't even do it. That was his brother. His brother? Really? Yeah. Did this prequel. It was actually yeah. a prequel. I yeah. never saw it. Yeah. His it's father. Fine. Who's his brother? Um, Willie Crystal. Oh, I thought it was a gram of. A gram of Crystal? No. No. Yeah, Willie Crystal, jokes. famous brother. That's Billy right. Crystal. That's right. That's look, right. But uh, listeners at home, look, go look at the book cover for Still Fooling Them by Billy Crystal. Look at that, look at that face. He did so good. Somebody, whoever worked that camera got him. That, that book should be called Every Comedian's Biography. Yes. Still Fooling Them. <laughs> Jesus. And he just looks so like he's like That's can't rough. believe himself. Um so before we before we get into what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. um which we promised last week would Apartheid. be audiobooks. Oh, um yeah. uh, I would like to let everybody know that this week on the main episode we're talking super versus kick ass with uh actress and host of the podcast Girls with Guts, Nicole Dambro. She's going to be on. Oh, damn, bro. You got damn, bro? That's fucking cool. It's a fun name, right? Yeah, it is. Um, so Super is a fun movie, too. That's yeah, yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. We haven't we haven't recorded it yet. Our record schedule has been real wacky lately. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited to have that. I'm excited about it, too. And to have such a great guest. Yeah. Well, oh, oh you aren't. You're still talking about damn, bro. You're not a you're guest. Back to me. What am I? You're a guest host. I'm a guest on. Are we still, mm-hmm. still doing that? Still is up. every last inch of you covered in hair? <laughs> uh, it's eggs. I eat six dozen of them. Uh, you're one up in Gaston. Wait, how many? Five dozen for him? Or he started at four when he was a lad. Oh, when he was a lad. And now that he's grown, he eats five dozen. Five dozen. So he's roughly the size of a barge. I should have stopped then. I think I went overboard. <laughs> I'm I'm a large marge. I'm in charge of the barge, but that's it. Well, this has been our Dr. Seuss segment where we rhyme everything. <laughs> oh, you can't rhyme everything. What would you rhyme it with? Orange. Yeah, everything does rhyme with orange. Yeah. Fuck. Because I'm Eminem. Why did Eminem say that he could rhyme orange? Like, that's really just, it's just stupid. Like, like I, I was mad because I was mad about that, too. And then I found out Eminem was mad about the word orange. And I was like, fuck you. Like, All right. door hinge. We get it. Yeah, okay. No, Two like, towers slant, slant rhymes don't 9/11. count, you know? Yeah. Why don't they count? Because they're not rhymes. There's no word. Because because nobody's saying you but, can't you can't squeeze a phrase to make it sound like it rhymes with orange. They're saying there is no word literal. that rhymes with orange. Yeah, and that's true. But, but like, what is rhyme? Like, what's the definition of rhyme? I can't do this with you right now. What is the definition of rhyme? I Why would know. I know that? Because you're speaking from a point of authority on this. Like you're on two horses stacked. As if they were bikes and you were a hipster. Yeah, I welded I welded the hooves to the back of the one horse. Actually, the slant rhymes do rhyme. Do you want to know what the definition of rhyme is? 
It's a spice used in cooking. Wait, no, hold on. That's thyme. No, that's parsley you're thinking of. Um, Zach's mother. Oh, that's dime piece. Hold on. Oh, rhyme. Correspondence of sound between words or ending of words, especially when these are used at the ends of lines of poetry. So it's just correspondence and sound. Right. That could mean anything. That is vague. No, but to say there's no word that rhymes with orange is 100% factually accurate. But we, language is evolving. We can make a word right now that rhymes with orange and give it meaning. Well, we couldn't because we suck. No, I'm friends with Webster. Emmanuel Lewis or Miriam Webster? Miriam. Talking Miriam? Yeah, Miriam. Miriam, so, Barium, whatever so you got to do to carry Let him. me ask you this because yeah. I don't know, and you might not either. Oh, yeah. Is it... Is is it was it there a guy named Miriam Webster, or is it like two guys, one whose last name is Miriam and one whose last name is Webster? Yeah, I think that like it's like a Baskin Robbins thing. Yeah, which is like you know when you swim at Tim Robbins's house. Yeah, or like Johnson and Johnson, where you company. get like a Pfizer or like a like a <laughs> a COVID shot that that w- might like cause some serious side effects yeah i mean when you rush it that quickly especially for a hoax it's you never know what you're gonna get look <laughs> sometimes i i want to like go further into the joke of like being that type of person but then i think about it and i'm like i don't want anyone to hear this and accidentally think that i think that yeah i've definitely gotten uh some people will get the wrong part of my joke pretty often yeah and um it's funnier that way <laughs> Is it? Like, I'll occasionally post, like, I really, sometimes I'm really starting to regret voting for Trump twice or whatever. <laughs> and at least one person would be like, wow, what an asshole. And I'm just like, why would you in think what that world? I... <laughs> what about me would say that I, I voted for Trump ever? Or thinks I know how to vote. Like, that's insane. You know? I tried to, like, vote for Jill Stein. I, I just whispered Ooh, into my Billy Crystal. Um. <laughs> So, Jill Stein is is a very like apt person to bring up when we're talking about like science denying. <laughs> hey, she is a scientist herself too, though. Yeah, Christian I think, scientist. I think a lot of that. I don't think she's. Is she a Christian? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of that was overblown because, uh, well, you got to understand, Russia interfered with the election. I mean, maybe they did. I don't care. They let well, Eugene Merman vote, voted. Oh fuck! Yeah, come on. Yep. Why would anyone let him vote? He voted for fart sounds, 2020. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was bad at um, knowing how to vote, and mm-hmm. I never, like, I didn't change my address for a really long time, like, like from my mom's address, because I knew where to vote from yeah. there, and I didn't want to have to learn, like, a new polling place. They like, made it so much easier now, though. I'm pretty sure, like, you just put in your fucking address. And yeah, it, yeah, it's way easier now. Like, you, I know you now. You ask your dad or something when well, I was younger. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, except, like, I don't know if my dad voted when I was younger. Um, what, what? Oh, no, you don't know if he voted? No, I don't know that he was, a like, I politically active I walked to the polls anyway. with my dad. The strip club is on Monmouth in Newport. Yeah. The Poles. Yeah. 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 My friends. Well, like the brass ass? or No, my Polish friends work there. <laughs> You've gone down nowhere. a road, Ben. You've nowhere. gone down a road. <laughs> um, I was just, that was me stalling for time while I looked up your voter registration thing to see if it knows who the fuck you are. Well, I'm registered. I, I checked it to make sure H20. before I donated. That ain't you. Before I donated to uh, uh, local city council candidate, Evan Holt. <laughs> <laughs> what's your oh yeah i love heaven what's your middle name i'm not uh, no 
Oh, Why would I, I say it. that on here? I know it. I know your initials because of your company. Your company's right. publicly like known. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the most famous uh, photography company in the world. Uh, it's, I'm not a photographer, so <laughs> let's start right there. You, you, so you agree that video has nothing to do with photos? That's not just moving pictures. I mean, no, I make talkies. You don't exist. That's true. I cannot find you. <laughs> what I'm spelling my name wrong. It starts with a Z. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, we we promised our listeners that we were gonna we were gonna get into audiobooks and talk about like our three favorite audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Now, if Chris were here, this would be another edition of Meet the Hosts, but it's not. Oh, now it's because he's not here. Now it's beyond. Beef I didn't the record a different version of the song, so I'm not gonna play a song. <laughs> oh, can I do a song? Like I'll just sing one. I mean, as long as it's like so. It's uh, not about meeting hosts. We gotta have a new name because I'm here. Yeah. Ben is over, so Ben Dover. This Red feels Rover, like Red a Rover? This feels like a Blink-182 song. <laughs> ben is over and I'm coming over. Something like that? Yeah. Blink-182. Yeah. I just made that up. It's not a bad Blink-182. No, it's, it's I'm not, not mad about bad. it. No. Um so uh you want to dive into these audiobooks? Yeah, just like a Matt Scuba from Blink-182 would do, we'll dive right in. I don't I don't like this. <laughs> Matt Scuba? What that's basically his name. No, that's like that's like what <laughs> that's what like SpongeBob would have like a band, like a nautically pun version of Alkaline Trio, and the singer would be Matt Scuba. Like yeah. that's what you just came up with. Do you know who what singer is often in SpongeBob? Like did like the Rip My Pants song? Is the singer from the pop? No, from the dwarves. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, which is fucking wild. Huh. Yeah. So uh, our friend uh, Patrick Cross, his band, The Raging Nathans, just put out a split seven inch with the dwarves. Did they really? Yeah. That's interesting. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I know they're neat. still live and kicking. Yeah, I didn't either <laughs> until then. Until he told me, "Hey, we're putting out a seven inch with the dwarves." They're like naked, bloody chicks. I think on that there album? is n- someone nude on the cover because okay. it's the dwarves. I yeah. think I think legally they're required to have nudity on the cover of their albums. That is, the, oh well, they can't break that like contract. No, no, with themselves. Yeah, well, if somebody gives them a sock, they can cover it up and then they're free. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, no, those are those are house elves. You're thinking mm, of thinking of street elves. You know, like the leprechauns and the hood. I'm just trying to like imagine Dobby rapping and it's like <laughs> it's breaking my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, I, I I can assume he'd be like, I got a mouthful of things to say about the mouth voice and then can we cut that part? Is the editor here? <laughs> we we don't cut anything on this show. Oh, uh, we don't we don't do we do any punching in? Nope. I cut like nothing. Like this is the who does the rewrites? Um, Punch ups. No, no, we're Pat all Oswald? like really good on the on on script. We like stay on script. You don't have like somebody off camera falls and it's funny, but you hear, you just hear it. Like whoa. Do you mean like when comedy, we started like recording an episode and then I like accidentally made my chair go all the way down and spent the first ten minutes of it <laughs> trying to figure out how to fix it and couldn't? I just remember that when I met you and you were like, Hey, you should come back to my place. My chair goes all the way down. And I was <sighs> like, I love your band, the dopamines. Then I, <laughs> I didn't even have a chair then. I've come you, so far. I have a chair I'm now. I'm so impressed. You should I have a chair now. Which means one day I will. Well, that is get your leftovers. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Except that 
I got this chair. So I went through two chairs before I got to this one mm. that I got from my friend's work because it was like going out of business. They yeah. were shutting it down and he's like, take it. And I was like, all right, cool. That's why they're shutting down. He doesn't know how to sell things. Well, I mean, he's it was like a video chairs. editing house and they were shutting down his branch. So oh, yeah, well, wasn't really selling anything. They were editing like uh, shooting and editing like craft how-to videos. So it would be like, uh, a woman sewing or like guys oh, woodworking and stuff. Oh, only guys woodworking and women sewing. Is this like a gender thing you're on? No, I mean, it's that's literally mm. what, what it was. Mm. Like, if there was a man sewing that they made how to videos for, I, if there was I, a I man sewing, him. I would bully him. Oh, wait, well, let me just put away my sewing. Famously, kit. you did tell me that you like sewing. I love sewing, it's wonderful. Oh, I, so you know, I think it's so so. Stop it. All right, let's get into these <laughs> books. Um, so, uh, oh, like in uh, Reading Rainbow, we really have like that. a. I don't really have like a good structure for this. Do we just like go back and Chapters, forth and talk about books? Contents? We can do it like or, that. Or yeah, like um, we already talked about Billy Crystal's book. The other book, uh, I do you like like do you ever go to like books library book sales and stuff? Uh, I haven't in many years. I had to stop myself because <laughs> I end up with eight copies of the same book that I forget I own. Yeah, my wife would get mad at me because she wants us oh, to, like, wives. get rid of things, like, mm -hmm. not have more things, and I'm always buying things. She's like, oh, cool, so we can get rid of some stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what would lead you to believe that I yeah. want to get rid of things yeah. ever. It's like, I'm, a, I'm like a low-key hoarder, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I like my stuff. It's important to me. I, I, I like, you know, I moved a lot throughout my – I was going to yeah. say in the past couple of years, but I've never lived anywhere more than, like, a year tops. That's wild. I found this out recently. I should have did known. the math. I should have known, but I was uh, talking about how I always have a few bags in my car full of stuff, yeah. and I was like, "Can't wait till I get settled in." And Ralph's like, "You've always had these bags. You've been a transient since <laughs> I've known you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" That's, that's I was like, great. "That's literally true." He's, I was like, "You didn't live anywhere when we met." And I was oh, like, geez. "Well, I stayed at my girlfriend's." Um, yeah, put some roots down, Ben. Uh, you got to buy the house next I, door to me. I need quick hundred book sales. Because I have 80 covers of, copies of Roots that I carry around with me. I've never yeah, read Roots down. or seen it. Um, mm, I've read it, but I've never seen it. I've been on Reddit, but I've never played seen it. Ooh, I've played seen it, but I've... Uh, Actually, I've played seen it. I, I really like seen it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, did you ever play the Harry Potter one? Yes. It's too easy. So me and... So my, my uh, wife... Like we went to her best friend's house and played like oh, they had like house. a they had a, a Harry Potter themed party. She did because mm. she loves Harry Potter and like her, her husband is kind of like kids. whatever you know he's like okay this is fine. Um, but husbands we teamed up, uh, me and him versus the two of them, my wife and her friend, and we beat them at Harry Potter. Seen it. Mm. And they're giant Harry Potter nerds. I too am a Harry Potter nerd, but like Most of the my wife's like, friend's husband was was not really. Yeah. But like we 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 beat him, and it's been something that I will not let go of, and have talked about for six years. That Cena game was was wicked easy. Yeah, you know, like it's fun. It's wicked Weasley. It was like it would just show you a scene, and then it was just like, what color were his socks? It's like, well, fuck no, you. I don't like that because it's like you have to like pay attention to a specific thing, but you have no idea what that specific thing is. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that kind of thing. But, no, um, I did like that game. Um, so anywho, um, oh, yeah, I do I talk. ever go to library yeah. book sales? No, I haven't been in a very long what time. What about the uh, half price books like mega sale they do at the convention center? That one's fun. I've never been to that, but that Let's sounds go. awesome. Next I would time love we'll go. to go to that. Next time they have one, we'll do that at Sharonville. Um, 
I would say I bring this up because I always see the same book every time. Yeah. And it's storytelling with Tori Spelling. And I'm always mad. I'm always like, what a great name for a <laughs> What has to, to be a trash book. Yeah. I'm just like, she, like, from the day she was born, she's had this gift, this prophecy yeah. to fulfill by making that book. Yeah. But also, she's like the epitome of, like, nepotism, like... I've never played Neopets. She's like an actor because her father is Aaron Spelling, who created all these shows and was this huge like TV executive. Thought you were gonna say he was a wizard because of spelling. Uh, no, that's wizarding. That's Aaron wizarding, and Aaron his daughter Tori wizarding. Well, I'm erring on the side of not understanding. So, did you read this book? Tori Spelling was Tori Spelling. Um, uh, no, no, I had never read that. Okay, so who is she? Explain to me the relevance of this book to the conversation we're having. Okay, well, we're talking about, about audiobooks audio that we books. like. <laughs> and I just, when I was looking at that Billy Crystal book and thinking about how dumb the book looked, I could not think, I like immediately thought it because I think about this once a day. Yeah. Storytelling with Tori Spelling. That's a great name. <laughs> it's unique New York. It's like I'm gonna start saying yeah. that. Like it's definitely before red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, I kissed my cousin Rebecca on the mouth like that. What? That's what wait, I've never heard that one. You never said that one. I mean, I've kissed your cousin Rebecca. Well, f- who has a mouth? Yeah, well, she's all mouth, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> what's funny is that when you're t- when you're like, oh, I have this book that I always like see, even though it's like Tori Spelling storytelling. Yeah. Um, we like. I don't have one of like obviously like a book like that, but there was like I would go to Half Price Books and I saw this one book for so many years and I always would look at it and be like, oh that looks neat and I eventually bought it and I still haven't read it and it's literally on the shelf behind you. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, which one do you think it is? Oh, man, this is great audio. Um, it's 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 captivating. I'm gonna say. Well, get on the mic before you talk. It's funnier if you tell them far away. <laughs> um, that's a comedy lesson from Ben. The Jolly Postman. Uh, no, that's one of my favorite books. Uh, that I had that when I was very small. I know I showed you this book. We had a whole conversation about it. You've never read Thesis? No, I've read that. Ship of Thesis? We had a whole conversation about this book that you showed me. No, no, no. I'm saying we had a whole conversation about The Jolly Postman. Yeah, which is like a happy version of the... the it's book. like a children's version of S. Yeah, that's right. No, it's a children's version of uh, the Chuck Bukowski book. Oh, I don't know. Post Where he's a postman. Uh, no, but so uh, I will tell you this. It's not on that shelf. It's on the other one with all the books on it. Like, that one just has three books on it. Oh, yeah, but there's only, like, 12 books total here. Well, that's because the rest of them are upstairs on my large bookshelf. Crooked Little Vein, the sequel to Jaggy Little Pill. I have never read that book. See, I won. Uh, My co-host, Chris, gave me that book. He said, I think you would like this. You should read it. And that was conservatively 11 years ago. Is and I the, still have it because I'm like, I- I'll read it eventually. Is it the the Kunt Orshanist Handbook? No, that's a fantastic book also. Oh. You should read that. What about Horns? Horns is very good too. Okay. Is it the Gaiman one? Nope. I read it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's just Secret. through it. No, I've, of course I've read The Secret. Uh, it's not on there. It's not on R there. R is for Ruthless by Sue Crafton. Grafton. Grafton. Mm-hmm. No, you're thinking of bad religion. So my my sister. Which book was it? Uh, the Somnambulist. Oh, I was gonna say that next. <laughs> I didn't notice that one. So, uh, Somnambulist, my, you are. One of my sisters shares a name with a an author. Who gets it most of the time? Um, it's like 60, the 40. author gets it because my sister got married and changed her last name. 
That's so rude. So, George is a great last name. I know. I agree. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth George. There is a there is a an author named Elizabeth George. And uh for a while we're not we're not gonna get to these audiobooks. So uh for a while I like many years ago, I bought a bottle of funeral home scented perfume at like a store. This some is store like in Clifton. fluid? No, no, it's it's it smells like dried flowers kinda of, like it it is it smells like a funeral home. It's it's insane. Mm. So for years, I would give that sister this bottle of funeral home-centered perfume back and forth. Like, we would give it to each other as gifts. So then, that I took it to lazy. another level. I carved out a book and put it inside. <laughs> That's amazing. So, then I give it to her. It disappears. She, like, through whatever, I managed to get it back. I forget how, but I have it now. And I also have a very thick Elizabeth George novel. <laughs> and so, like, you know, she might listen to this and it might ruin it. Mm, but she's like not listening to it. Don't worry. That's my plan. She also gave me a Book of Mormon once. So I was thinking about trying to, like, nestle the Book of Mormon within that book. And then within the Book of Mormon would be the, the perfume. <laughs> then put it in, like, a PS5 box. I don't have a PS5 box. I'll make you one. All right. Uh, yes, that'll look you. really good. Um, so <laughs> you did mention on my bookshelf, uh, there's a Neil Gaiman book, The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Yeah, I met and him. One of my one of my favorite uh, audiobooks that I've ever listened to, I've listened to it, I don't know, eight or nine times by now, is uh, American Gods. The, um, hang on. I've it's also like listened the, to it. It's very like, it's like uh, the 10th anniversary. or so. It's like the ultimate edition. It's like a full cast recording. Yep. It's incredible. I love it so much. I sometimes get overwhelmed by those full cast recording yeah. ones, like the ones that are like audio plays. Essentially, I love it. It's it makes that me one so was happy. Very good. I've listened to that one. It's one of my favorite. It's it's one of my favorite books easily. Um, and uh, you just like the part where the girl dies giving head in the car. That's it, right? I don't remember that. That's in American Gods. Yeah. No. I, I mean, no. I I remember. I mean, it was it, it was, was Laura, Stifler, but like Stifler's mom. No, we're not talking about the American Pie sequel. No, American Gods. No, but I, I, it is a part of the book. It's it's no, it is. I remember. It's it's yeah. it's it's Shadow's wife. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Shadow the dog from uh, get there. Not land before time. <laughs> An incredible journey, homeward bound. Homeward bound. Yeah. What about Sassy? Um, um, and uh, Chance. Chance. Michael yeah. J. Fox. Himself. We got them all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's one of my favorites. And and one of the things like when I started listening to audiobooks i got into i really got into like hiking uh at this one park near my house and it had a really great like was it was it, like it was french park, park um oh never mind yeah, Fuck. no I, I blew it uh <laughs> no but it was uh like they had a really good like three mile hike through the woods and it was real hilly and really cool and like i i, I went there all the time and I, there was a couple books that i listened to a lot while i did that and like if I'm in that place, I will remember specific details about the book that I had listened to while I was there. There's a couple books that I have like vivid memories being in this park. And it's, it's yeah. I don't know. It's really neat, I think. I, I think about that with the um, – there's this author. She wrote a book called uh, – it's like the – Elizabeth well, George. No, her name is Elizabeth though, I think. <laughs> it's like the – you know, it's it's like Eat, Pray, Love. And but oh, she yeah. talks about there's like these like beaches in some foreign country that when she's there – it makes her think of the McElroy brothers because she listens to that podcast while on that beach a lot. That's funny. And going on walks. And I'm like, that has to be a weird association. Yeah. When I'm on long walks, I think about whether they'll find that body I hid. Which one? The celestial one. 
the universe I found? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. now I'm going to find it. Well, I mean, good enough telescope. Might. Okay. Well, you never know. People figure out string theory. We'll see. So that's one of mine is mm-hmm. American Gods. Okay, I agree. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you listen to any like uh, like memoirs, like comedian memoirs? Uh, I listen to Bossy Pants. I listen that's to that a good like one. Ten times maybe. Um, and I, yes, I, please. I, I liked a lot. I felt like a real dummy in Bossy Pants when I realized that she was just like calling her husband different names. Every time she mentioned her husband, she mm-hmm. would say a different name for, and I, like, it really threw me off for a I minute. Just, I just never noticed. Like, I just, I just like, yeah. was like, oh, that's her husband's name. Oh, that's her husband's name. Like, I kind of did that too. And then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, I thought she said it was Dave, but now she said it was Tom. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm dumb. Yeah. Well, she's married to Amy Poehler, famously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Will Arnett. And oh well, I mean, he's not married to anyone anymore. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> oh. He's married to Jack Donaghy. Um, I like I like David Sedaris's audiobooks a lot. Oh my god! There's ones where he has his sister in there with him yeah. doing some voices. Yeah. I like him doing the voice for his brother Rooster. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. So did I ever show you my uh, when I met David Sedaris? One of the times I met David Sedaris, he that rich guy. He gave me a bookmark. That is his brother laying nude on the kitchen floor with like a Holy sign shit. for his business in front of his crotch. That's amazing. I'll show you before you leave. Yeah, it's because he then, does like floors. Yeah, and then he signed. Uh, <laughs> he signed what's his name, uh, Chris's book with a, a rich guy. Oh no, that wasn't his book. That was his college diploma. <laughs> so Wait, Chris, Chris has a diploma. Yeah, we have we have the same degree. I knew they were just big business bullshit. So we uh we went and saw David Sedaris and he brought his framed like degree from college and <laughs> um and he said like since he had, you know, the dean signed it and what like the signatures mm. on it and he asked if David Sedaris would also and he <laughs> signed it David Sedaris, a rich guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I that also I love like some of the uh, chapters of his audiobooks. They're like live recordings. I yeah, that. Yeah, his live stuff up. is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen him? No, he's coming to town. When? Uh, December, I believe. Ooh. So we should look into that. Yeah, that's like, a good idea. Let's everybody listening. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, yeah, go. yeah. Buy up all those tickets so we can't get any. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a COVID test afterwards, and I'll spit in everybody's mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's perfect. How it works, and then we know um, we're all safe. No, that's great. And because I, w- I definitely would have like mentioned David Sedaris also. And I don't have like there isn't like a particular one that's like a favorite, but they're they're just all good. Yeah, I, I don't know which one's my favorite. He has such a good narrative voice, and he has such a good way that he reads his stories. That like I've never read a single one of his books. I I haven't either, but I never remember that like the difference yeah. between reading or listening like straightforward. Um, I don't think I've. I know there are certain things that I've read and listened to and there's a difference and it, and it's all about like who's reading, you know, yeah. who's doing like the narration. It's weird. Like there's one Chelsea Handler audiobook that wasn't read by her and the rest are. And I just, the whole time I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Same with Chris Gethard. His first book's read by somebody else. And I'm like, well, it's like those hitchhiker's guide books where one of them is read by like, uh, Stephen Fry, Stephen Fry. And the others are read by, uh, I think, that's like Harry Potter's one. No, who's the Who's the guy from the movie? Stephen Fry. No, no, no. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. That's who I was. The Martin Hobbit. Freeman reads one, and yeah. then Stephen Fry reads the rest of them, or something. Like, it's one yeah. of those, like which was strange. Harry Potter. Both of the like the main. There's like the old Jim guy. Dale. Yeah, Jim and then Dale there's another and guy. Stephen Fry. Oh, Stephen Fry did. Yeah, him. and Jim Dale's are incredible. Do, both of them do a terrible Hermione's. 
Yeah. That's a, oh, I'm a girl. I no, it sounds like, it. oh, Harry. <laughs> well, that was just sexy. It's awful. No, that's how that's how she sounds. You sound like uh, the guy who played Rob oh, Williams' Harry. brother in Mrs. Doubtfire. His growl voice. Hello. No. <laughs> what? Is that it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know the famous crossover. Just want to work your way into that impression every episode, don't you? Anytime a male plays a woman in a scene, it should just be that the Rob, the Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Twas the drink he lived by, and the drink that killed him, my dear. Just a drive by fruiting. <laughs> uh, what a good movie! <laughs> it is good. I watched it. I only remember that joke I just did because I watched it very recently. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> I over the past like few years, like I like I said, I got into like using Libby. Yeah. I I started listening to these. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the guy's name now. Uh, I started listening to these these books, this series by Stephen King. Stephen King. Um, no, I didn't forget <laughs> his name. Um, hang on, I'm just gonna like what's keep the, talking while about? I search for this. What's he like? Uh, he's an author. He writes books. No, um, Ken Follett is who I'm talking about. Oh. So he does this like historical fiction. So I started by like, you know, I was just scrolling through Libby to see like popular books and I saw one that looked fun. And so I just borrowed it and listened to it. It was only after that I realized that it was the third book in a series. Wow. But they're not like tied together by any characters, you know? Each book in the series happens like a hundred years after it, um, and the the only like uniting forces are this cathedral and like the town around it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, but it's they're so good. It's the the um, the pillars of the earth series. That's the first book, and then uh, the second book is called. Are these old? No. Well, the pillars of the earth is old. I think. Pretty sure. I just, I think I just threw that book out because it's so fucking big. It's really good. It's big though, right? It's a long it's, book. It's big. Yeah, it's, it's like my a, grandpa's favorite. book. It's like a twenty-five hour. Yeah, it's my grandpa's favorite book. That's my mom bought it for me because you of should, that. you should read that book. You should read that series. It's very good. It's very interesting. It's always about like, it's always about like a, uh, a builder who is doing innovative building techniques and wants to oh, make Ayn Rand. this like, <laughs> no, not Iron Rand. Get out of here with <laughs> that. I've read the Fountainhead. I'm sorry. Um, but so I started like listening to those and like all of his books that I've read so far have been really great. Like I read, I like, I say read, but it's listened because audio book, but you know, whatever people correct you on that. I'm like, do you think I'm bragging about knowing what words look like? Right. That's not what I am. Uh, no, but, um, so I, like I, I listened to his, like the, the pillars of the earth series and actually they just came out with a prequel this year, which was also really good. It was called the morning and the evening. Um, that took place like a couple hundred years beforehand and set a lot mm-hmm. of stuff up that was really interesting. Um, but he also did this series called the Millennium Series that starts like in like 1913 around like the September Revolution in Russia. And it takes place in like Russia, Wales, Germany, and the United States. And it follows like this set of people. And then the next book picks up with their kids. And then the next book picks up with their kids. Oh, it's like Degrassi. And it goes all the way through the century up mm-hmm. through until uh 2008 there's a lot of civil rights stuff so there's kind of like a oh it's leading up to well the the, the, the meat famous of, thing that happened in 2008 yeah the, the I turned 18 the meat of the action kind of wraps up around the early 90s and then they like cut forward to like this little like postscript because a lot of it is about like civil rights this is harry potter you're talking about again it, it is yeah um and and his name was Scorpio Draco Mafoyas or whatever. <laughs> Dumbly Dory. 
Albus Severus Obama was elected president. <laughs> and his um, name was my name too. Yeah. So yeah. No, but like, so I I got really into his stuff, and I think that stuff is really good and really interesting. If you like historical fiction, I do. Uh, he writes really well crafted um, characters and uh, narratives. For historical nonfiction, I really like Sarah Val's audiobooks. I've never listened to him. I I wanted to. I, I tried to listen to the Wordy Shipmates, that was and I very I, interesting though. I, I fell off like early. Yeah. You have to get into it because it like builds. That was like slow, ten or twelve years ago. You don't fucking know. Of. Yeah, you're like, eh. but they're they're good. So I, also the like those Eric Larson books, like um oh Far Side comics. No, um the uh, Devil in the White City. Oh. And uh, Thunderstruck is another really great one. In the Garden of the Beast was I couldn't get through it. Was it was all about Nazi kind of stuff. Um, but they're all mm. like just historical novels. Uh, Devil in the White City, obviously being the most well known and the most yeah, that's interesting. What I've heard of. Um, <clears throat> never yeah, never read it though. That one's about the country's first serial killer, H. H. Holmes, yeah. and the Chicago eighteen ninety three. You know what? I know about it because of you talking about it on yeah. your podcast. This one, it's very good. One, uh, it's a very. But I do know a lot about that. The AJ Holmes guy. I read, yeah. I read a lot about that. Yeah. Oh, no relation to uh, Sherlock or the hot priest from uh, Fleabag. I've been telling people this whole time. <laughs> or to uh, Sherlock's brother Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft Holmes. Oh. Kids love him. My wife would be unhappy with that statement. <laughs> um. So we got through Mycroft. a decent amount of books. Um, yeah, what's give me another give me another author you you like their audio books. I was I was going to mention <clears throat> uh, Jasmine Ward who wrote uh, Where the Line Bleeds. So I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> well, she has several books. They're very good. Yeah, very good. They all take place in like the connection is like some of the characters will be recurring in different books, like small like town folks type thing. Yeah, but like the main characters aren't like reoccurring throughout the books as like the main focus. But like you'll be like, oh, that person was like this the shopkeeper in this other one or whatever. Yeah, and it's all like down in like Louisiana. Or so it all shit. takes place in like one little town. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's um, cool. what is that book? <clears throat> takes place in one little town. Um, uh, running out of time. Running out of time. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, I got it. No, no, it's a book we read in school. Um, that was like based on uh, it was based on like the author's like hometown, and everyone got really fucking pissed at him when he wrote it. Oh, you run. Are you sure it was hometown or just family members? I think it was hometown. Was, I was gonna say running with scissors. No, no, no. This okay, was eighteen hundreds. With them. Oh. Walden. No, it was like uh, it. I I always so I always kind of like conflate it with our town, which it isn't. It wasn't our town. It was Spoon River Anthology. Oh yeah. Um, but it's all these stories about like different people in the town, and they all got fucking pissed at him. You think that happened to Aesop at some point? Like, like <laughs> King's like, yeah, that I fox who wanted those grapes was like, fuck you. <laughs> it's you actually... gotta talk a bunch of shit about me because I wanted these grapes. <laughs> fuck you. You Aesop, know what? You prick. <laughs> I, I wish you didn't know animals could talk. <laughs> He's the only person who could hear animals talking. He uses it to write a bunch of shit about them. <laughs> yeah. Talk of a lot of shit. Um, so one thing, one last thing that I'll recommend is... Um, listening to this podcast anything anything from max barry his stuff is incredible i would i would i would recommend like honestly anything he's done i i've enjoyed all of his books um but highlights i guess include like syrup is really great that's a that's a really short one Mm -hmm. that's his first book um it's a lot about like marketing um it's a novel but uh but everything i i 
read or listen to is novels because I, I can't handle nonfiction. Because I pretty much only listen to nonfiction. I'm just not, I'm not smart enough to handle nonfiction. I'm like, not smart enough to handle novels. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, what am I supposed to have? Feelings? They're fake. Well, so, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I'll heavily recommend Syrup and uh, Machine Man is incredible. Jennifer Government is fantastic. I love Machine Man's diss rap against Eminem. Um, so his newest book... And his pop punk album is so. Actually, his newest book, uh, "The Twenty Two Deaths of Madison May," is really interesting for anyone who listened to the first season of this podcast talking about time loops. Oh. Um, it's sort of like uh, multiverse, time loopy kind of stuff, but like it's it's worth a read. It's really really excellent. Um, what was the uh, mystery book that we talked about before too about deaths? Uh, the Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Yeah, listen to that one too. I have that on my Audible. That's a good one. Audible I, won't I like let me log one. in though, but whatever. Oh, well, fuck you. That's why. Said my account's too old. It is. It is. It's barely legal. It's creepy old. <laughs> it is. It's creepy old. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nobody here knows you. Who let you in? All right, let's put this, let's put this sucker to bed. Yeah. Well. Let's put this dumb dumb to rest. Thanks for listening to the main episode. Make sure to check out our main episode coming up one, on Wednesday. We've got uh, Nicole Dambro on talking about Dambro, Dambro, uh, talking about Super and Kick Ass. Um, what else do we got? Tell your friends about us and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at KeystoneCopyCats.com. We are at KeystoneCopyCats on Instagram and Facebook, and at KeystoneCopyCat on Twitter. If you've got something to say, you can email us at keystonecopycats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Don't forget to check out uh, our beautiful guest host, Ben's podcast, In Clarity of Dinosaur's Tale, every Friday at dinosaurspodcast.com. Yes. And until next time, I'm going to be Zach, and he will be... My address is 2198 Grand Avenue. Uh, yeah. Oh, name, Ben. Send stuff to his uh, to his house. He's got an Amazon wish list <laughs> for I his wish only I was friends. On Amazon. <laughs> we'll see you. Bye.